Coming up on this episode of The Break Room. Yeah, there's a lot of really interesting, um, you know, one-liners that that totally explain a lot of different things that have come up in the MCU that we'll talk about as mm-hmm. they come up. But this was one because, because you know, Howard Stark, uh, young Howard Stark, helping Steve build the shield was like that's the only one we got. You know, that's all the and we lost we it in ice. And we lost it in ice. But now we know that in you know in the first movie when Steve is swinging that silver shield, we know that that this was given by T'Chaka's father. Yeah, it was not given T'Challa's by T'Challa's grandfather. Welcome back to the break room, everybody. This is Inside Marvel. It's our new rock stars Marvel show. Now we're keeping up with the what if vibes now we got to talk the new group that have come together in this episode of what if episode two but before we go any further let me introduce myself i am your resident supervillain mr j washington joining me today mr tom michelson guys merry christmas happy new year whenever you're watching this uh yeah if you were on the bus (laughs) if you had a bus station hopefully (laughs) you're in a greyhound if you had an airport stuck at it stuck at your seat because they didn't change the flight if you're taking a train, because you just was like, I want to see the scenic route, or if you're stuck in a car on a freeway, which a lot of people seem to be, look, hopefully you rock it with the new Rockstar family. Or if you're family. getting yelled at by a relative, because uh, it's that time of year, hopefully you're surviving and we're keeping your company. Yeah, while you ignore <laughs> them and watch new Rockstar. Watch What If and New Rockstars. Yeah. Man, look, we appreciate you. So listen, it's the holidays, folks. I mean, some of these after shows might not be as timely as you want them. Let me tell you what that means. Yes, these episodes are going to air during this holiday break. Different things are going to happen. Are you going to absolutely get all of these after shows inside Marvel? Everything else we're going to talk about right afterwards? Probably not. So be patient. <laughs> we're going to try to get them out as soon as they can. we can. So keep your eyes on the new rock stars and the Break Room channel. We're going to have them up as best as we can do. But absolutely no. It's the promises. holidays, guys. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're out doing stuff, too, hanging out with family, enjoying, enjoying the holidays. So give, just give us a chance. We'll, we'll Some people ain't enjoying the holidays. We're just taking a break. <laughs> That's true. We're just, just going to sit on that couch over there for about bro, about four days. Man, listen. Before that, everybody want to chill. So listen, just be patient. I know a lot of people in the comments. I know a lot of the, uh, the avid viewers and the watchers. You all love everything that we do for you all here at The Break Room, at New Rock Stars. And you want to hear our thoughts on everything. And we want to give you our thoughts. But the thing is, is for the holidays. So you gotta do what's called chill the hell out, all yeah, right? That's what we're do. But before we go any further, real quick, I wanna make sure that you go sure and check out nerdriot.shop where you can grab all the latest and greatest of new rock stars gear. Now look, we got mugs, rugs, mouse pads with the Loki Ascension image. It's so much more. And keep an eye out over the next week because you never know if some what if oh. theme merchandise will appear, all right? Mm. So head over to nerdriot.shop, support the channel, check out all the great merch over there. Again, nerdriot.shop. And while you're here, don't forget to subscribe to this channel and the other channels in the New Rockstar Network, like Deep Dive, okay? Make sure you won't see when Evan goes, Voss goes deep into it, not Evan. Breaks everything Because we get Evan in his hole and Evan somewhere else. Where Eric Voss <laughs> goes deep into his hole, deep dive in it. But stay tuned with everything we got. All right, so let's do a quick recap of the episode, all right? Let's do it. Now, we see what would have happened if Yondu actually delivered Peter Quill to Ego. Now remember, in Guardians of the Galaxy, he never did, so that was the whole thing. Now Quill gets his celestial powers at eight years old, and Ego gets his most powerful tool in accomplishing the expansion. He's able to finally activate the ceilings spread across the galaxy. Now this episode with Peter's arrival on Earth, fighter jets are shooting down his ship, causing him to crash land in New York, 1988. And upon his arrival, you found out he has nuclear level powers that make the news. And guess who has to deal with it? Howard Stark and Peggy Carter. And they decide to do what? Form a team. That's the best thing you do. I mean, look, you realize, hey, we got some fighter jets here. We got a little bit of the army on the back. We got the military in general. 
but this ain't gonna be enough. No, it's not gonna be enough. And that's why you needed that moment of the Marvel version of we're putting together a team. You always gotta have, <laughs> no matter have what, you're yeah. always gonna get a team together. Who is the first person <laughs> they decide to call? I think it was, it's very apropos that the first person, Howard Stark has to call, is arguably his great, like somebody who can't stand him, but knows they work, they work magic when they're together. Yep. And it's Hank Pym, who is having dinner with a young Hope, mm -hmm. which is dope. You see the rhyme? Yeah. But you also realize, too, that Janet is gone now. At this point. Yeah, because she's been trapped in the quantum she's realm. Right. And as far as they know, she's totally gone and never coming back. So this is before Michelle Pfeiffer ever gets brought back into the MCU. Yeah, before we get back Michelle Pfeiffer's, okay? We get, yes, Pfeiffer's. We pronounce our things <laughs> around here. So you get Hank Pym, right? And the first time, I love it when he calls Howard Stark's on the phone. Hank just hangs up. He picks Boom. it back up. He's like, hey, for you hang up on me. Check out the news, please. Yeah, just turn on your TV. Turn on your TV before you hang yeah. up on me. But who's next in the recruiting? King T'Chaka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Academy Award winner, ladies and gentlemen. King T'Chaka. He is T'Challa's father, and he is the Black Panther before him. Now, remember, we've seen a bit of him in these previous episodes. We saw him in the actual first Black Panther film. Mm -hmm. And then what you notice in a little bit of brief conversation... Stark says, we're glad that you're working with us just like your father did. Yeah, there's a lot of really interesting, um, you know, one-liners that that totally explain a lot of different things that have come up in the MCU that we'll talk about as mm -hmm. they come up. But this was one because, because you know, Howard Stark, uh, young Howard Stark helping Steve build the shield was like, that's the only one we got. You know, that's all the- And we lost we it in ice. And we lost it in ice. But now we know that in, you know, in the first movie when Steve is swinging that silver shield, we know that that this was given by T'Chaka's father. Yeah, it was not given by T'Challa's grandfather. Right, because we always were, we always were under the impression that it was T'Chaka right. that gave that level of vibranium. And it was it right so it's T'Chaka's father so this could potentially like you just said expand this universe even further oh, yeah. we've got the Wakanda animated series coming to Disney plus soon so we don't know how far that's gonna go we don't know where we can go with this lore I like again these are all what ifs but this what if actually ties into the, the actual the or... six one I think it's one nine nine nine. I do too. I, I'm I do on the one nine nine nine. I do trip. too. I think it ties into that <laughs> universe. All right. Yeah, yeah. Up next, this was a shot. Bill Foster, aka Goliath. Dope. Dude. Yeah. Hank Pym's peer collaborator, Lawrence Fishburne's character in Ant Man and the Wasp, mm -hmm. and the fact that he's this is what he's been doing. He only grows. Right. He he's only Goliath. grows. This Morpheus grows and uh, Morpheus. Yeah. We, we yeah. Run, run Morpheus. Oh, Morpheus. Oh, he's Morpheus. Yeah, yeah, he's Morpheus in this. Um, yeah. No, it was really exciting to have him back. When I, oh, it's one of those. He's more. Lawrence Fishburne is one of those people. When I hear his voice, I'm like, oh snap, they got him. Granted, everybody's an A-lister in this, but I was so uh, so happily surprised to see that they got they got Lawrence Fishburne to come and do this animated show. I think because it's not that difficult for them to do. Sure, it's, sure. It's, you're just in the booth. Yeah. You're just in the booth recording some audio, recording your lines. Yeah. You're not on set for extensive hours of the right. day. You're not taking out a whole maybe one, two days of your schedule to do this yeah. and be entire. You just you come in in your pajamas. And you're getting that Disney money. And you get this you know, one, it's just easy to come back. <laughs> now, this next one was interesting because they brought back Wendy Lawson, aka Marvell. Yes, the original Captain Marvel. She was Marvell, right? Yes, yes. She's the Cree scientist who was the leader of Project Pegasus in the first Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. Now, before I go there, this is, again, episode one. You got Jan Rock, yeah. Jude Law's character. Now you get Wendy Lawson. Yeah. So you would think that's the team complete, and it's not you find out one more person has been added. And Russia sends over, <laughs> which is a great addition, uh -huh. the Winter Soldier. Wow. And here's why. Wow. Because Gorbachev, Mikhail Gorbachev, again, we're talking 1988, uh -huh. 
knew that the potential of Peter could be dangerous to the world, Russia included, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so sent the most dangerous thing that he had, the Winter Soldier. Now, yeah. Peggy and Howard note that he looks exactly like Bucky, but keep it to themselves. And, you know, and, well, Peggy even says along the lines of, like, I heard the rumors that it could be him and it looks just like him. So it's it really brings up that, that brings up a whole other like, bunch of questions is how much did they know or think that it could be Bucky? Because now, you know, using that information, if we fast forward to Civil War, mm -hmm. when Bucky, uh, you know, meets uh, Howard and his, and his mom, Maria, after the car accident, is that the first time that Howard Stark might have seen Bucky since World War II? Well, at again, that moment, you know, like we I don't get, know. We I get what you're going, but yeah. you got to remember that's a different timeline, right? Well, but but the, the the they're laying the seeds for like what people know. What I do you. Know, okay. So that's why it's interesting to say like, wait, in our in our uh, universe, is that is that the did Peggy and Howard know that maybe Bucky was the Winter Soldier? We don't know. Yeah, this this is crazy. There's a lot of things that again with with multiverses. I've always yeah. said on different break room episodes and whatnot. Yeah. There's certain things that are similar. And some things that change. Canon events, right? They're canon events, mm -hmm. no matter what. There are these things that are fixed, no matter what yeah. happens. You cannot change it, no matter what. Right. And like I brought up earlier, you got to hope Van Dyne in there, because Janet is lost, thanks to Shield. We don't know where <laughs> she's gone. Thanks, Shield. <laughs> yeah. So this unlikely group of Prevengers, I like to call them the Prevengers, uh, groups up and tries to take out Peter at Coney Island. Well, while they're there, they actually get Peter to take out his own egg ship, and uh, that proves that they're no match for his powers and they're forced to retreat. Before Peter can finish them off once and for all, boom, lightning strikes, cue Led Zeppelin, ah, Thor swoops in and saves the day. Now for a split second- I thought it was Odin. 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 And then, but as soon as Thor's there, I was like, wait, he's thousands of years old. Of course- It works. Of course it's gonna be Thor. I think it worked either way. Yeah, they, if it was Odin, I would have not complained I don't think you'd at complain. all. And to everybody in the comments yeah. watching, let us know if you would have complained right? if you thought if it was actually Odin. If they'd have had, Anthony, Dude, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins voicing Odin just to come down for the, that. I, like, the I have nothing episode wrong. Of, yeah, oh, yeah, I have nothing wrong with Thor. Oh, no, no, no. no. We, just want to make sure everybody Hemsworth. understands. We love Chris There's Hemsworth. nothing wrong with yeah. Thor being there. Nothing it's wrong. just this time at 1988, like Tom just says, a thousand years. Right. You could have used either one. Right. And, like, they're, you know, like, they're... They, they've, they've set up in this episode that we're watching, you know, the OG pre-Avengers, like I said, that were coming in. Mm -hmm. being, so it makes sense that, you know, the pre-Thor, which is Odin, would have arrived. That's yeah. all we're saying. That's all right, we're right, saying. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, they capture Peter and they put him away in a cell that's very uh, reminiscent to the one that Loki was in in the first Avengers film, which is also interesting because in Avengers, they specifically say that uh, this was built to contain something stronger like the Hulk. So in this universe, in the 80s, they already have this kind of a jail cell. I was like... For, I got, I started going crazy, guys. I was like, wait, are we going to see like some uh, uh, Ross? Uh, I'm not uh, Thunderbolt Ross being like a Red Hulk. Maybe he already built some chamber. Or they're just trying to tie everything. I don't know. I was just ready to see whatever and anything come up. It's 88. So yeah. I'm assuming Banner's accident has to be in the 90s. Uh, or or was, 2000s. Or two, that's what I'm saying. Banner's accident has to be way later. Right. But remember, we're talking, again, the one thing that seems to be canon throughout all of the universes in What If, Fury, S.H.I.E.L.D., and all these things know that there's something more out there. Yeah, and uh, Ross, as in the in the original um, Edward Norton movie, Ross has already been experimenting with super soldiers. He had been experimenting he with He knows it. about all that stuff. Yes, he so knows what the serum theoretically, can do. Yeah, theoretically, he could have already been experimenting, figuring stuff out, but yeah, this already exists at this time in 88. Because you could have a, now he's on ice, but somebody similar to a Captain America, yeah. i.e. a Red Guardian, oh, yeah. a Red Guardian. Winter Soldier, right. things like, people who were supposed to experience, because it's believed that Bucky has it in him. 
Right. It's believed, but he doesn't have the full everything that Steve has. Yeah, or he has the... Or he has, like, the Russian version. The Russian that, version that, um, of it. That Red Guardian got made. Yeah, because... the version that doesn't give you every single thing. But also, I keep saying every time, Vita Rays. There Vita we go. Rays. <laughs> well, Thor gets them together and explains that Eagle's plan is already in motion. They've collected the seedling. Originally, that was planted in Missouri that we saw in Guardians 2. Mm -hmm. And now they start to debate about what to do. And as they're doing that, we cut to Hope, who's dancing around with her cue the 80s drum fill. <laughs> 80s jams. Never Surrender by Corey Hart. And that's when she comes across Peter in his jail cell. I talk, she talks to him for a little bit and they bond about losing their mothers because again, Hope's mom is lost in the quantum realm and Peter's mom just died from cancer as we saw in Guardians 1. So they have the same taste in music and they both have Walkmans from their moms. Why wouldn't they be friends, Well, right? technically Peter doesn't have his anymore because right. moment, the moment he got to his daddy, his daddy was like, no, you, yeah. run it, run it, run it. Let me it. see that thing real quick. Quack. Yeah. <laughs> Which, look, that is, a, we already know Ego is a terrible father. Uh -huh. Terrible father. Yeah. But, the fact that he was like, oh, you like this? Yeah, there's some other better stuff to play with. I like my music. Yeah, right. I mean, he, he was like, I brought music from Earth, the last thing I have from Earth. And he's like, here's a glowing ball. We're going to go play ball. catch outside. It's like but ball first, in let a me cup. show you my ball plan. Ball in a cup. It's a ball <laughs> in a cup. Like, exactly. I was like, oh, come on, Ego. That was the worst thing he could have done. Destro first, uh, destroy Earth is second. Break the Walkman is right. first. Yeah, yeah. So Hope breaks Peter out using the pin particles and uh, Hank's badge and lets him board a bus to Missouri. Because he wants to go home. He wants to go home, guys. Peter wants to go home. Peter, you, you realize a lot of these things, and I'll, we'll get to it in a second. Now, the team is pissed at Hope, of course, rightfully so, and she explained that it's not Peter. It's his dad's fault. To which they later say, the girl is right. To which Peggy says, <laughs> I need that on a T-shirt. Uh -huh. I need a poster of that and everything. I'm going to tell you something. There's a lot of times my kids' moms, exes, have said things, and I have found myself going, you know what? You're right. <laughs> Those are the most powerful things you can say to, to the mother of your kids. Guys. And not even saying it as a dismissive thing. <laughs> no, no, no. Be like, you're right. Yeah. And then my daughter's mom one time, side note, was like, uh, she pulled out a phone. She said, can you do me a favor? I was like, what? She's like, can you say that again? I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm recording this. So I never, that was, you're right. She was like, no, can you say it with enthusiasm? I was like, you're right. So... <laughs> Now, as Ego is coming down to Earth to finish the job, he's aiming to get the ceiling for himself because he thinks that Peter's gone. He's like, you know what? I'll do it myself. Yeah. Now, while Thor, T'Chaka, and Bill Foster take on Ego, Wendy and Hank follow Peter to Missouri where they find him at his mother's grave. Now, Hank admits feelings of his feelings of grief, which allow him to bond with Peter. But in the shadows, Howard manages to talk Bucky from being the one to snipe down Peter, which we find Ooh. out that the Russians had a secret mission for him. Yeah. Bucky is sniped up, lined up, ready to give a headshot, which is... Ooh, cold-blooded. He was about to take out that kid. Crazy to see in the... Like, you were at a... Let me tell you something. I'm not gonna lie, y'all. Kind of wanted to see the headshot. <laughs> I actually kind of wanted to see the headshot. pre... You know, this... So Bucky was able to be saved after, you know, Civil War in our universe with... Steve's help and and you know and everything that happened in Civil War. So I was like, there's no way he's gonna turn off of a phone call when he's got him in his sights. But it's this the way the Howard shot, does it. That's true. That's true. This is a guy who I was gonna say who shot you know Black Widow through the through and through and. I wanted to see the headshot. But they were you know Russia must be serious about this threat because in our universe the the Winter Soldier is a myth, right? People mm. don't even like even Natasha is like I don't even know if he's real or not, but I saw him once and mm. yeah. In this one, they're like, okay, we're gonna give you our we'll give you our best guy. 
And we, we gave you him best guy. We give you best guy. Well, I think it's, he's always been guy. myth because he's never been seen. Right. It's been said there's this person that's done it. Yeah. But you've never seen it. It wasn't until Civil War when he was finally outed, yep. thanks to Zemo, where you're like, oh, he is real. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. So going back to it. Now, just when it looks like Ego has the upper hand, Wendy Ship zooms back onto the scene, dropping Hank and Peter off. They intercept the ceiling and they head into the mountain that Ego built of himself. If it isn't again, apropos, a thing creature called Ego <laughs> builds a giant mountain of his own himself. face. Okay. Now Peter faces off against Ego, which is very reminiscent of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and even manages to call himself Star-Lord, the name he got from his mom. Now he takes the power of the ceiling for himself and he destroys Ego's corporeal form. That's when the team gets together, has a celebratory dinner, uh, and uh, you know they, they celebrate with beers, and thank God Thor didn't want to break that nice light beer that they were celebrating at this time. It's a light beer. <laughs> nice. More. More. Another. Bah! And Wendy does the very, not maybe nice, maybe not nice thing of giving the kids goose. Nothing like giving two small children an intergalactic alien that could swallow you whole. With an, inter with an interdimensional uh, vortex in its stomach. <laughs> right, that can hold hundreds of people, as we've learned. Uh, but Thor gets up to leave, and as he does, he lets them know that, hey, Ego's not taken out yet. As long as this planet, his planet exists, there'll be more of him to fight. And that's when the rest of them decide, hey, we want to fight as well. So we get an epic team shot at the end, slow motion style with everybody, including Goose and the kids. Yes. And then, boom, what if episode two over? So here's the thing. You get a couple of things out of this. There's an argument at one point about size during the battle between Hank and Goliath. And mm -hmm. T'Chaka says, are you two going to argue about stature? <laughs> yeah, I caught that too. Which is? Cassie's, Cassie Lang's Cassie name. Cassie Lang's superhero name. That's her uh -huh. name. So you'll get that. Star-Lord is Star-Lord, right? Mm -hmm. But we don't know if he'll become the star. Like, in this universe, he still is part. Because, again, because his the, the body he saw is gone. He still is part yeah, celestial. If, if, and if Ego, as long as Ego's alive. That's part of him, he, right. Yeah, Peter has uh, celestial power. Yeah, still yeah, has yeah. celestial abilities. Uh -huh. So here's the big question. Ego's planet is still out there, right? Mm -hmm. Does that mean he could be the big bad for this season? Remember season one, everything was overarching, and we didn't They're know until yeah. Ultron realized, wait, I could get these Infinity Stones mm -hmm. and do something. And then the Watcher was like, wait, you can hear me? Yeah, exactly. And uh, he broke through the multi-glass dimension. Yeah, he broke through. Yeah. So could we be seeing that and could Ego start trying to seed the multiverse? And what was interesting is, you know, uh, Ego was in season one. We had a couple of uh, end, uh, end scenes where he was there and showed up. Like, there was one of adult Peter who was working at the Dairy Queen cleaning mm -hmm. up and Kurt Russell shows up to have his one line and be like, hey, Peter. And so thinking back now, it's like, yeah, maybe they were planting the seeds. Uh -huh. Planting the seeds that uh, <laughs> that ego would come back and and uh, you know come mess up stuff in our and this what if timeline which would be crazy because as we know the expansion is what he wants to do to help make himself stronger right. right imagine the expansion across the multiverse so here's my question behind that before we go to our sec our second main question let me pivot off that so ego wants to make an expansion across the multiverse right we've seen this team of as you call them pre vendors uh -huh. they were only able to take down a small form. It's corporeal form, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The planet form is a different thing. Yeah. But what is ego again? We keep listing ego as a celestial. Mm -hmm. Does that mean we could potentially get actual celestials? 
there was a moment where they kept talking about celestials and this. I was like, are we gonna get some Eternals? Like that would exactly. be crazy. Because though you now we're introduced to them. Whether yeah. it's in a yeah. whether again, whether this, you know, we know what if is all these what if, what if possibilities, multiverses, all this in a third. And we do know possibly Eternals is in its own different universe. Mm -hmm. But could you bring them in? Could you bring in those celestials to tell the actual story that is from the source material? Yeah, y'all, check out the Dream of Celestial Saga. Uh, that could tell that to go back into this to be the reason to defeat him because unless you're recruiting a bunch of pre-Avengers, Avengers, right. all of these different things, young Avengers of sorts, from this however many episodes we're getting, Right. You're gonna need something massive with that amount of power. Oh yeah, and you know, at least in our universe, we know that the Eternals are here. They're they're here. They're hanging out. They're mm -hmm. just hold. So the are Cersei, they here though? Well, that's, are they here? Like that's my y'all yeah. already know my theory on that. Yeah. So you know, but you know, if, if we're going off of uh, our universe and using that as a template, right? Cersei is living somewhere. Icarus is somewhere. Mm -hmm. All these guys are somewhere. It theoretically could come out. But let's go back to it. Do you think Ego is the big bad or is it something else? I think it could be. Yeah. Uh, there, as we know from season one, there's going to be an overarching narrative to, mm -hmm. to connect all the stories. And because they've already planted him uh, in season one and because we've gotten now him in season two, I think that he can be. Yeah, I, I would I, I would say that's a very safe bet that he will be. I think what do you it, think? I, I can't agree with you with that. I think that it'll be a better usage. And I hate to say it this way. I think this in What If... Because it's animated, yeah, allows for a better usage of Ego the Living Planet than what we got in Guardians 2. Right. And I am a James Gunn fan of what he's done in the Guardians trilogy. I, I make no secrets that I feel like Guardians 2 was way too much exposition mm. and way too long. <laughs> but I think because of this animated, like you said, him appearing in season one, now dropping the seeds in season two, no pun intended, and now we could <laughs> we could go to it. If there's another threat, I'm fine for it. I, I'm fine with Ego being the threat because I don't want you to say, well, because people will go, well, what about Galactus? Sure. And I would rather, but I would rather save him oh, yeah. for the actual MCU itself. Yeah, proper. there's some, he's, Galactus is way too uh, awesome of a big bad to premiere in the animated show. Don't get me wrong, he'd be a great addition, but yeah, it would be much better to see him in, in like the Fantastic Four movie in a Secret War mm. situation. The only thing I'll say is if Ego's the big bad and then again the, the whole the story is he wants to do the expansion in the in the multiverse, this is now the third time we're gonna get Ego wants to do the expansion as the big but that's all he's wanted to do. Though. Right, that's all he's wanted to do. So part of me is like, I, I do hope he's not in a sense, or I hope it's a different, I hope we get a different uh, kind of story because you want now a different in the movie, motivation yeah, out. A different, thank you, a different motivation because in the, you know, Guardians 2, he wanted to do the expansion. In this episode, he wants to do the expansion. So if, it, I know that the multiverse is there and having an expansion of the multiverse would make him really powerful, but I just hope it would be, you know, that was the, that was the story in the first season, right? Mm -hmm. Is that Ultron wanted to, you know, the power of the multiverse, right? So... Uh, it'd be interesting to see what, what they end up with, and I would hope it wouldn't be as straightforward as just like, okay, now Ego wants to, every every What If season is going to be someone wants the multiverse, right? Or wants to, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I, I hope it's saying. something a little bit different and more unique, because we already got that. Don't you think that that would have to be the thing? Because if we had a villain that just wants their world. Right. There is, there yeah, are, what are the stakes? What are the, the stakes? Truth. What are the stakes? If we, we're not, if the, in this multiverse show, we're not talking about the multiverse, that's a good point. What are the stakes? What then? are the stakes then? Yeah. You know? So, but that's another thing. We'll, we'll ponder that as we yeah. go through all the rest of these episodes. But another big thing is this is our second, like I brought up earlier, this is our second Captain Marvel pool in two episodes. Right. In the first two episodes of What If? We had Jan Rog in episode one, which was a damn good episode. Yep. And now we have Marvell, Wendy Larson. 
Do and you... we even have the Tesseract mentioned with the, the engine. We have the we have special goose. plan. We have Goose. We have so much a Captain Marvel stuff. in yeah. this episode alone. Yeah. Now, do you think we will get Maria Rambeau as Photon, possibly? I think so. I think it would be a missed opportunity if they did it, especially since we just had the movie out. She's already been seen in WandaVision. I mean, she's an existing character, and so... If it's not, oh, maybe I'll talk about uh, Monica too. But yeah, either of them. I think, and, and she. Monica you know, is full, yeah, because you get yeah. her as full time. Yeah. Right, right. And uh, if you, you know, if you look at the end of, uh, you know, Captain Marvel 2, you know, binary, I mean, they've actually kind of, since Captain Marvel 2, I've been setting up a lot of. A lot of the mm -hmm. the Kree and Captain Marvel mm -hmm. lore into the MCU, so I think they are teeing something up, right? I I would think that too. I would, I would think that there there's not. I never take any small thing for granted oh, in yeah. the MCU. No, because especially when you start seeing these smaller things over and over and over again. Yeah, that's leading to something like you just brought up the Tesseract as the engine. Yeah. Goose, Marvel, Jan Rod. Now we might get a Maria. We don't really need a Carol Danvers. Right. But we may get a Carol. We may get a Monica. We may get a Maria. It, it, there's so much possibility within that world within itself. Mm -hmm. So let's go to that. Now, I do think to answer my question, to answer the question myself, excuse me, I think we do get him. Yeah. I do think we get Maria. Yeah. But I don't know at what level besides mm -hmm. her taking on her daughter's mantle. Because her mantle, her, her code name was Photon. Right. On the, on the, on her fighter jet. In the Captain Marvel. Right. That's the only way I see her right now. Unless yeah. she takes her daughter's moniker of Spectrum. They do some, again, this sure. is a multiverse. This is what if, there's possibility. And in the show, what if, this is the perfect opportunity for the MCU to showcase characters that maybe don't always get the limelight in the movies. In the show. Yes. So this would actually be the most perfect time to have her show up, maybe have an episode that she leads and is, you know, because we know that a lot of other. You know, the, the later phase characters are going to be in this season, like mm -hmm. Shang-Chi's coming up and yep. a lot of other, maybe America Chavez, I don't remember. But there's going to be other characters from the latter half of the, you know, of the phases of the MCU that are going to be showing up. So this would be perfect for, for right. her to show up, too. So speaking of, like, characters and stuff, this is a great pool of characters to make up an 80s Avengers team. So let me ask you this, Tom, and for yeah. you all watching, too, put it in the comments. Who do you wish we could have seen more of? Man, this was tough because I thought for the most part, they, everybody got to do something and have the moment to shine. Right. I mean, even to Howard Stark, uh, I didn't think he was going to be in it that much, really. And he ended up being able to pull Bucky back. We got to see Winter Soldier uh, have a character moment. Goliath, like I said, yep. seeing you know Morpheus in this was pretty awesome. I think if I had to choose one, I would. I was most interested in uh, in in Marvel. You know, seeing her as a Kree warrior, we never got to see that really. Yeah, we've seen her in a uniform with the you know with the supreme intelligence, but that was just a project a projection. Right. So her actually being here, her doing stuff, having a jetpack, I was like we're ready to see her. You know, do I thought stuff. she was gonna have the whole helmet thing. I thought too. so too. That would have been really cool, or at least like the double like yeah. pistols. I was waiting for something like that. She did say she had the gravity arm thing that um, Jan Rog had in yes. the first movie. So hers was one because we didn't get a lot of her before this. I was like, oh, that would have been cool to see a little bit more to see her be like the original Captain Marvel. We're using quotes because I mean, movies are different than the comics. But yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I like I said before, I would have liked to see Red Guardian. Oh, he would have been great. Because I would have, yeah. I would have loved to see. And it's not his time too. Yes, about yeah. his time. And I wouldn't have minded seeing Red Guardian with the Winter Soldier. That would have been awesome. Because now one is trying to outdo the other. Yeah. Like, Red Guardian is like, I should be the leader. Like, he feels like he's the Russian Captain America, right. which he's supposed to be. Yeah. And you get Winter Soldier, who's like, bro, chill out. 
Yeah, we've already seen his shield in the first season. We've already seen it. Having it, and you know, it would have been funny to one one moment. I'm hoping they'll pay off at some point. Is uh, uh, you know, in prison, Red Guardian is talking about how he beat Captain America. That's what everyone wants. That's the moment everyone but, but, wants. And part of me is like, there's got to be another. Uh, there's got to be another angle to that because Cap was on ice at that. Well, time, he said he right? fought Captain America. He but, didn't say he beat him. No, no. So, but then when? So he must have had to fight him before the forty, you know, before forty five or whatever, right? No. Oh, a, oh, okay. Got to yeah, remember. Yeah. Steve goes back in time at the end of Endgame and lives uh, a life. He could have he could have fought Steve. And he could have fought uh Endgame Steve. Or he could have fought Isaiah Bradley. Oh yes, or yeah, that that would have I mean, been so, yes. Yeah, yes, the you know the other Captain America, yes. the original Captain America. That's so that's what I'm hoping is to see that because I think there's more to that story than what he was telling everybody in prison. So I would love to see that either in the Thunderbolts in in the What If or anything. I would have loved to see Isaiah Bradley. Oh man, Isaiah. He was Bradley, he was so. this is '88. This is him. yeah. He's in this prime. Right? He still has super. He has the serum. Yeah, he's probably in jail right now. He might have been in jail. Yeah, because he was he didn't want to follow orders. Right, right. But if you needed him for something as serious as a threat pull him out of jail yeah which by the way he shouldn't have been in jail in the first place I'm gonna say, if you don't know who Isaiah Bradley is watch Falcon the Winter Soldier and then come back please come back <laughs> make sure you watch that yeah, yeah do you think like we've been asking we've been talking about this the whole episode do you think that any of these characters are coming back in future episodes are we getting one or are we gonna get a collective this is one where it would be a lot of fun to bring them back like uh, th this has just such a good um, uh, you know a they all work really well together as yeah. a team, and it was really fun. And it was interesting seeing the differences when, with how they, like, even just uh, T'Chaka. Uh, I was waiting for, the, you know, the kinetic purple wave, but then I was like, sure, you didn't build that yet. Right. So so he doesn't have that. It's just a basic suit. It's just a basic suit. It's just yeah. a basic suit. Exactly. And also to see the, the like, it's like the, the Avengers, but through a slightly skewed lens, it was really interesting to see, uh, to see them working together. And they've already uh, teased a team up. Yes. So if they're not going to team up in another, like, uh, another one-off episode. Maybe they're coming back for the grand finale that we've been talking about. I want to go back to T'Chaka. You say that three times fast. Go back to T'Chaka. I want to go back to T'Chaka real quick. Yeah. The no, that they didn't have the kinetic energy blast with it. But if you remember, he ex he was able to survive the blast of an explosion. Oh yeah. Because he got blown against the wall and everything when they with Peter. Yeah. And he was like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. He, the vibranium survived a celestial. Celestial blast. Yeah. Which do you think that'll play a major factor when it comes to ego? Because of that little thing now. Oh, he survived mean, the blast uh -huh. of a half of a half celestial. Now we don't know what a full celestial will do. Right, right. Right, we, we're not sure. Right, right. But do you think he plays a major factor going in for it? You mean uh, T'Chaka or the Vibranium? Both. 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 He could. That's that's one thing I didn't think about until you just brought it up right now. Vibranium isn't from Earth, right? It, mm -mm. It's it's not from Earth. It, it came from somewhere else. We don't know. For all we know, the celestials might want that. It might all, be their metal. It, it might be their metal, exactly. It might be what, you know, what uh, the, you know, uh, what's the judge? Tiamat. Oh, and what's the judge? Oh, my God. It oh, Arshim? Me. Arshim. Yeah. It must be what Arshim's made out of. We don't know. Uh, so it, it, it would be cool to see that come into a storyline and, uh, and and see that play out. That would be awesome, actually. You know what I actually, now that I think about this before we, now. Yeah. Let's just do it. Let's just do, do it, it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do it. Give me an X-Man. Uh, Colossus. That we see in this? Oh, and this? Oh, give me an X that we see in this? Yes. I was like, I'll give you just an X one here. You no, go. give me an X one we see in this. Oh man, well, Wolverine. Because it's, I think now the door is complete. The door is oh, open for it. I didn't even think of this. We're gonna the Watcher is gonna be looking at his spiderweb prism of universes, and we're gonna see X Men '97. I bet you. I bet one you that's what we see. Yep. I didn't even think but, of that. But I, but aside seeing the X Men '97 yeah. in the prison, I think this may actually give us an X Men. 
Yeah, and because we, you know, Marvel has the voice actors. They like, have, they have they, the actors, and they have yeah, the rights and everything. Everything they could, they could be, they could have been in this episode right now. No questions asked. I think we get a Reed Richards reference. Oof, yeah, that would be awesome. I think we get a Richards reference. I think mm -hmm. we get something to the Fantastic Four reference. We may get a Latveria drop. I think everything we've been wanting in the MCU, just little bits and pieces. What if we'll give it to us? Because now it can. Uh, if we don't get it in the Avengers five or six, I hope we get it in What If. Uh, a Human Torch, voiced by Chris Evans. Oh, absolutely. And voiced by Michael B. Jordan. By Michael they B. Jordan. Both of them in the same. If we don't get that in the movies, I understand there's a lot to cover. We need that in what if. Look, give us that. Just there's us possibilities, and I hope we've excited you all for all of them. Look, that is it for this edition of Inside Marvel. Guys, look, we appreciate the hell out of y'all. We appreciate you. you all so much. Remember to subscribe to all three channels on the New Rock Stars Network. And as always, make sure you check out the merch at nerdriot.shop. That is how you support us, how you help us, how you help the channel grow, and everything. Tom, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, plug Tom on the mic on all the socials. Happy holidays, happy new year, or happy Thanksgiving. If, uh, if that's when you're watching this next year, who knows when you're watching this? We have no idea. If you're watching this Thanksgiving next year, you really catch up a lot. <laughs> You've probably been in prison or on ice, one of the two. <laughs> Mr. J Washington, M-R-J-A-Y. You should know how to spell Washington on Instagram, TikTok. I tell y'all all the time, I need those follows. I need those numbers. Please follow your boy. All right, we will holler at y'all next time. Stay tuned. Happy holidays, everyone. Take care. We're out. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can check out our Break Room live streams at Break Room NR on Twitch at 3 p.m. Pacific. And don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. You can find us at Break Room NR on Instagram and X. Thanks for listening. Later, Gators.